Welcome everybody to the newest episode of the Unhinged Vibes Podcast. It's your boy Coastal, aka Coast Dynasty on Instagram, aka Coast Malone, aka this episode's special guest, Coast. And for today, aka Dad. Yeah, that is right. Today in my neck of the woods, it is Take Your Kid to Work Day. So I have got a very, very special guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself? What's up, man? I'm I'm Ali. I'm his son, obviously. So we'll get straight into it. Absolutely. Welcome to the show, Ali. I normally like to refer to you on this show as Mustang because I don't want to call you by your real name or your nickname uh, without your permission, of course. So I call you Mustang because your coach, your basketball coach refers to you as a horse, right? And also because it's the name of my first car, right? So that's why we do it. But let's get right into it. Ali, what are we here today talking about? Oh, we're going to talk about Squid Game today. Squid Game, the Netflix show that is sweeping the globe. Quick Netflix uh, description of the show Squid Games. It is hundreds of cash-strapped players who accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games. Inside, a very tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. Ali, I gotta ask you, man. What got you into Squid Games? Why did you want to start watching it? I'm gonna be honest, man. I just saw a bunch of TikToks with Squid, Squid Game, and it was just like, the show looks pretty interesting, so I was like, might as well watch it. Yeah, that's cool, man. And I, you know what? I always felt the same way as you, is that we saw, I saw the, the trailer and everything, and really, the, the TikTok thing sort of explains a lot to me, because you're not a guy who, at least in our Netflix watching together, is a very big foreign films guy. So, um... Talk to me a little bit about uh, your first... This is the first time you watched any sort of subtitled or dubbed movies in in, uh, in any sort of meaningful way, right? Yeah, yeah. So how? tell me... Let, let me know how that is. Uh, how was it to watch a, a dubbed movie or a subtitled movie from sort of a, a, a foreign uh, point of view for the first time? It was definitely weird, 100% of that. But like, back to what I was saying, it was definitely weird because like their lips were totally off from like the, the dubbed English like it was pretty weird yeah for sure for sure and you know what man i gotta give you bit mad props because when i was your age i had zero interest in watching anything that would have been dubbed or anything that was subtitled so big ups to you and hey it was our first our first joint sort of foray into korean pop culture right shout outs to k products right our boy yeah. uh, your tito mimi or our uh my brother ronnie if you are in the winnipeg area and you're looking for the finest in korean pop merchandise and collectibles definitely check out k products on uh instagram but let's get back to the show let's get back to squid games the meat of the whole thing uh what did you think of the concept of the show i thought it was a pretty cool concept personally um very interesting and like pretty high-paced say that yeah in terms of the games that they were playing the games that they played were you are you familiar with any of the games did you play any of, of the games course, that you played? of course yeah. i played these games red light green light of course all of these games tug of war of course never played marvels but tug of war tug yeah of war definitely yeah tug yeah. of war um i myself i was a little bit familiar with uh with not duck g but uh pogs i yeah, don't know if pogs. you did you do you i've did, heard about pogs i've never never played with never them. played it no that was a phenomenon when i was younger people loved pogs we all collected it they all had like our favorite characters and stuff on it it was it was a wild wild time you know what speaking of that if there was to be a canadian squid games and you were going to start playing children's games in the way the squid games is let me know what are some of the games that you would have been played or what you think would be in the squid games mm, i'd probably play like Manhunt, Capture the Flag, Red Rover, games like that. Games I played from my childhood. 
Yeah, definitely. Capture the flags definitely seems like it would be like the sixth stage, right? The squid yeah. game of it all. Uh, hopscotch. Hopscotch is definitely glass yeah, stepping stones, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And like I said, Pog. Uh, yeah, those are some great games, some great ideas there. Let me ask you a real quick question here now. The winner of the... Oh, first of all, let, I mean, we're five minutes into the into the podcast already, but I mean, it should go without saying that there's going to be a ton of spoiler alerts. Yep. Um Hey man, if you're going into a Squid Game review and our and our uh, thumbnail says Squid Game review, you gotta expect some spoilers on there. So, uh, having said that, with the game itself, they had a grand prize at the end of 45 billion won, and that was something we kept googling up was how much was that worth. So, yeah. 45 billion won is about 47 million Canadian dollars, or 38 million American. So, I guess the sh- the question to you is, would you do this? Oh hell no. I definitely wouldn't do this. For forty seven million, that's tempting, but I definitely wouldn't risk my life for forty seven million dollars. That's a good point. Like that was the way I was thinking too, is that you know what? Um there's a sort of level where it doesn't matter the amount of money. There's just things I wouldn't do. Yeah. Like if you offered me a hundred thousand or if you offered me seventeen billion dollars, the answer's still gonna be no. And I think that's the way I'm sitting here too. What do you think? Yeah, probably like that, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put my life on the line for like fucking tug of war <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and especially like well, i mean when we put in the context of i mean you're 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 a baller you're you're starting your uh your youth ball your your season's about to start up your first year yep. of high school ball yep. right uh go kodiaks but uh like even in that context we're talking about 38.1 million american uh, if you make the nba you're 38.1 million dollars only the sixth highest paid player in the entire yeah. nba speaking of thing uh speaking of the nba Stephen Curry makes forty six million, and the winner of Squid Game would make only thirty eight. So, I so, don't think that'd be worth it. No. So you're basically you're risking your life, and you're watching four hundred and fifty five other people die for basically what Steph Curry gets paid for sixty games. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, definitely there. I don't know if that's worth it. Um, moving on to let's say okay, we both sort of established that that's this isn't something you 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 probably want to do. Yeah. Let me ask you: if you were forced into this. How well do you think do you do in Squid Games? Oh man, uh, I'd probably fail the first game to be honest with you. Like <laughs> red light, green light. Red as soon light, as- green light. As soon as that guy got shot, and then like his friend was like, "Hey, stop faking it," and then he got shot. Oh, it's just crazy, man. I'd probably freak out. You'd go into panic mode. You'd be yeah. one of the guys getting shot at the door. Yeah, hundred percent. I think so. You know what? When I was thinking about this this question in terms of you, would you make it? That was my first thought too. Is if he gets past the first stage, there's a shot afterwards. But I don't know. I don't know if uh, if fight or flight mode. Have you, are you familiar with fight or flight no, mode? No, I am not. So what happens is, um, when you have your body ha- goes into a natural nervous response when you're uh, put up against a stressful situation, and yep. your body always wants to do one of two things: fight or flight. So it either wants to attack the problem or it wants to run away from the problem. Yeah. Right. So. That's always that was what my thought was. If you can get past the first stage and the initial shock, I think you might be able to do well with. I mean, honeycomb. I mean, you definitely do well in tug of war. And yeah. I think that if you got to Squid Game, if you got to the very end, man. I mean, there's a reason your coach calls you horse, or a reason yeah. he calls you horse. Because I mean, I think you would do well in Squid Game. I mean, once that ankle heals up, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. Once that ankle heals yeah. up, you're doing good. Um, but yeah, no, I hear you. I think I think I'm the same way. I think I think that that first. That first shot of seeing somebody die, ugh, yeah. I'm in I'm in panic mode at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So when we talk about the Squid Game, right, there is obviously the, the, the facet of the part of the game where you had the, the parts of the show where they show the six games, right? Yeah. There was also other parts. They were called, I guess, um, in, in sort of show, in movie parlance, they're called B-plots. So they're, yeah. they're, they're the additional stories that go along with the stories. Yeah. What were your thoughts on stuff on the additional B-plots? Like, there was the police investigator, yeah. Yeah. Um, Huang Jun-ho. Yeah. Right? What did you think of, of his story? I thought his story was actually almost as entertaining as the main plot because oh. uh, he just tried to search for his, for his brother the whole time. And, uh, yeah, he finally found his brother and got and shot. Boom, man. What a what a heartbreaker that would yeah. be, right? What a heartbreaker. No, I hear you. Oh, and uh, as, as I said, I did say I did say the investigator's name. I will say that neither Ali nor I are... Um, are uh, native Korean speakers, so we do apologize in advance if we do happen to butcher some of the characters' names. Uh, we are not familiar with, with the dialect, so we're going to do the best we can. Uh, but again, apologies if we do uh, mispronounce any of the names. Um, yeah, the investigator storyline, I was sort of back and forth with it. There's parts yeah. where I thought it was cool. There's parts where I thought it might have drug on a little too long. But at the end, when when they wrapped it up and they tied it together and, uh, yeah. and you saw that... Uh, Wang Jun Ho found his brother. Yeah. And his brother was front man. Yeah. Oh man, that that hurt. That hurt inside. Um what about the what do you what did you think of the organ harvesting parts? Like the parts with the doctor and some of the some of the soldiers. We'll just call them soldiers. I'm not really sure what to call them. Like when they were taking some of the bodies and and and, and what did you think of that part? I think selling their cuz obviously they're going to sell the organs eventually, right? Yeah. Or put them into new people. I think a little bit of that has to do with the money they make for the Squid Game. Because you got to ask yourself, where the hell do they get this money, right? That's a good question. That's a good question. I never really thought about it that way, that they were doing it, it for the money there. Um, yeah, so moving back to away from the B-plot and moving back to the, to the rest of the show in terms of Squid Game, what were your thoughts on the ending? The ending... Yeah. So you know what? There, there is a couple of endings, right? So there's, there's uh, the part that, where the character, uh, the character who wins wins. But let's go with the very, very end. The part that uh, that LeBron uh, famously grilled, and then the 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 create the show creator sort of clapped back at him for it. So when uh, when Giyun, uh gets sees that card and he calls them, what did you think? What do you think? Would you have gotten off the plane? No, definitely not. I would have gone to see my daughter, right? Yeah, I- yeah, I agree, man. Like that's a terrible decision. Like, why would you have the money now? You, the reason you were in Squid Games was to go and get the money so that you could see your daughter. Why would you get off the plane? That made no sense to me, and it just infuriated me, uh, and made me actually like Gion even less because of that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. In terms of the uh, now, we're talking about the ending now. We, ha- we have heard from Netflix that there's going to be a confirmed season two. Yep. Uh, are you excited about it? I'm pretty excited. It's probably not going to come for a couple of years, so. So you're sort of trying to temper it because you don't yeah. want to be too hype? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you, what are your expectations? How do you think this story is going to continue? Season two? Yeah, season two. Well, I have a couple of theories for season two. My first ser- uh, uh, theory is that Se Byuk's little brother grows up to be a pink soldier and why i think this is i think that all the pink soldiers are or were orphans because they're young and old right okay so i think squid game like gets them as little kids and then raises them to be like psychos and 
crazy and just they teach them how to kill bas- i think basically teaching them to be child soldiers yeah oh wow that is a crazy theory i never actually heard that but yeah that makes sense to take because we don't know yeah. right we don't know where the where those pink soldiers come from and yeah. there's so many of them yep right uh, you're saying that you had a couple of theories what's a uh, what's another one for for season two well i have another theory uh the cop isn't dead because in movies like until you see a bullet going through their head or body you don't believe they're dead you, you saw it go through his shoulder and then him land in the water so there could be something after that so what my second theory is for season two is that the cop isn't dead and that he teams up with g-hunt to take down the squid games that is interesting and you were right because we were talking about that that uh what was his name again? Huang Jun Ho. He does. He gets shot in the shoulder and then he falls off the cliff, but we never actually see him die. Yeah. And as we've seen in the rest of the show, until you see the guy die, he ain't dead. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And do you have any uh, other theories or was that... Uh... I was going to pass it to you. I have one more, but I was going to pass it to you. Okay. Well, I mean, I have some more theories about uh, the show in general. I think we'll go on that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, in terms of season two, does, was there anything else that you were thinking about? I have a stretch theory. So my stretch theory is that Ji-Hun's daughter becomes a player in the American Squid Games because the VIP said that this Korea was the most entertaining Squid Game. So that means there could be like the Filipino Squid Games, the Canadian Squid Games. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah. The Canadian Squid Games where they play Pog and they yeah. play Capture the Flag. Yeah. Super interesting. No, but that, that's really funny, actually. That, that You know what? They did warn him. They said, hey, hands hands off, stay away, or else you're going to pay. And how yeah. else to make him pay than by going after their, uh, going after his daughter, right? Yeah. Right, that's, that's uh, ultimately a way to go. But yeah, I'm definitely excited. Those are some awesome theories. Uh, I can't wait for season two. You're right. We might have to wait a little bit because uh, the show creator did say he doesn't even have a concept or an idea yeah. for it. So, um, but yeah, I'm pumped. I can't wait uh, for for season two. But let's do a little bit of a deeper dive into the show itself, and let's go with the characters because it was a very character driven show, yeah. right? There was a uh, we saw a lot, and we we sort of lived with these characters as as we uh, we entered their most of their final days, right? Yeah. Uh, so let, let's uh, talk to me about some of the characters. This might be, I'm going to ask you two questions. Uh, and it might be the same answer for both, but it might yeah. not be. So let, let's see. So I want to ask you, one, who's your favorite character? Jihan, and two, oh, oh, really? That's yeah. okay. That's okay, man. We'll, well, we're going to step over each other. It's all good. Yeah. And then two, who did you want to win? Well, from the start, you can already tell that Jihan was probably going to win because he was already the main character, right? Right, right. Who did I want to win? Probably uh, C.A. Byok, probably. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Was Gion your favorite character? Uh, Kind of. I kind of had a mixed, like, I don't know. I didn't really like him, but then again, I really liked him, so. Yeah, I hear you. He was very polarizing for me, too. There was times when I was cheering for him, for sure. And then there was times I was like, man, you deserve to die with some of the decisions yeah, that you're making. Yeah. You're being a complete buffoon. And he's a lot of times he fell ass backwards into wins. Yeah. And I, I didn't love that. But I will agree with you that... I will agree... Um, actually, you know what? I will agree with you that I I wanted Sebyok to win too. Yeah. Just, you know, her trying to reunite her family, already getting out of North Korea. Yeah. Her brother's in the orphanage. I really, really wanted her to win. And as much as we started the show with Gion, I thought they were going to swerve us. I thought they yeah. were going to swerve us at the end and that she was going to win. So I yeah. really was thinking that. Let's go the opposite direction right now. Who did you... Who is, oh, yeah, actually, for, for myself, before we before we move on, my favorite character was actually Ali. 
What did you think? Your thoughts on Ali? I hated Ali. Really? Yeah. Why? Everybody loves Ali, but I hate Ali. Why? Yeah. Oh, it's just, I find him annoying. Okay. Yeah, I All right. really like him. He, he was really dumb. He was really dumb. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. Yeah, he's really dumb. Yeah, okay, I get that. You're sort of pivoting away from the, the popular person there a little bit too much. All right, let's let's uh, let's try the polar opposite. Let's move away from our favorite characters and who we wanted to win. Let's go the other direction. Who was your least favorite character? Who was the character you hated the most? Sangwoo. I think everybody hates Sangwoo the most. Yeah, man, hey, fuck Sangwoo. Yeah, I don't yeah. like swearing in, front of, in the presence of my son, man, but that dude deserves an F Sangwoo for sure. Yeah. That guy is the worst. Just the absolute worst. Yeah. I felt so bad for his mom. Yeah. His mom was so proud of him. Yeah. And he was just a duplicitous piece of garbage. Yeah. Was there anyone else you didn't like? No, I don't think so. No, I, I kind of liked Duck Sue. You did like Duck Sue. I, I did like Duck Sue. The gangster. You did yeah, like him. Yeah. You know what? Part of me sort of moved back and forth between them. And I wasn't sure why. And then I remember I was looking through some old stuff when I was cleaning our basement. And... I think part of the reason why I couldn't completely hate him is he kind of looks like our Tata Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. I'll show you pictures later on. He does look like uh, my um, my my great grand uncle. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I couldn't I couldn't completely buy him as a gangster. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I I get it. Um, you know, let me ask you a question because you didn't mention her. I I I think everybody is very polarized on on Han Min Yeo. So I wanted to know what your thoughts. She's she's the crazy lady, the the girl who hooks up with uh, yeah with Doksu. Uh, yeah. You know the what do they call her? The weak link. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on her? So I've heard from like multiple news outlets that uh, the dubs makes her sound super crazy, but in reality she's like she sounds super smart and intelligent, but she's just dumb, right? But she's like smart and intelligent, but she just sounds dumb. That's what she sounds like in Korean. Yeah, okay. You know what? I had heard that theory too. And it was more along the lines of what I had heard was that um, they just made her, you know, that's why I didn't like her is because her character was sort of just a, a stereotype, right? It yeah. was just bitches be crazy, yeah. right? That's all she was. And it was like, man, that's not cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you said, I had heard that theory as well is that if you actually watch the show in Korean and can understand Korean, that she's a bit more of a nuanced character, that she's not crazy it's just that she's super poor and she grew up super poor so she never got a chance to actually get an education because she couldn't afford to go to school yeah so that's that's wild that does really turn her yeah right um i will say uh i didn't like her at first because i was like man you're crazy you're gonna throw yourself off just you know you're gonna kill yourself just because uh just to kill the gangster like that yeah, didn't make that's sense pretty fucked up yeah but you know what though i was re-watching the show again uh yeah. while you were in school and she does say to Doc Sue earlier in the in the episodes, she says to him, If you double cross me, I will kill you. Yeah. So she hey, big ups to her. She followed up on her <laughs> promise, right? She said, yeah. You do this, I'll kill you. He did this, she killed, killed him. him. So I guess good on her. Good on her for that. Um, I want to ask you, in terms of the characters, who's who's uh Whose backstory or whose sort of origin to get to the Squid Games? Whose was the saddest for you? Or who did you feel the worst for? The saddest? Yeah. Probably Say Byok. Say Byok? Saddest, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably Say Byok. Say Byok? 
Yeah, you know what? I felt for her too. But the one who I really felt bad for personally was that was Ji Young. Do you remember Ji Young? She was the other girl. She was the one oh, in the Marvel yeah. game with that. Uh, yeah. With Saviok. Like yeah. just her story. When she finally revealed like why she was there. Yeah. And that she has nobody left. And yeah. that, you know, she watched her dad kill her mom. Yeah. And that she was in jail for killing her dad in revenge. Like, man, that's a sad story. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, and then for her to just sort of sacrifice herself for Saebyeok when she when she found out that she's there to try to get her mom out of North Korea and to try to yeah. get her brother back. Yeah, I felt real bad for her. Yeah. She had a real bad story. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we were talking about Han Minyo. Let me ask you, um, in terms of the characters on the show, who do you think you're sort of the closest to? Like... Which character do you sort of relate to the most? I can't. I don't really have an answer for that. I mean, they're all way older than you. Yeah, so to be right. Fair, right. So, um, yeah. So you don't really know. Like that's no. fair. That's fair. I was gonna say, um, the one, the one for me, and I, I hope, I hope that I, like, I'd like to hope that I'm not this dude. But yeah, Sangwoo, right? He's the the financial guy. I work yeah. in finance, right? Yeah. He kind of took, uh, as much as he was a dick about things, he did take a pragmatic approach to the whole thing. It's like, you know what, man? We're in this game. Uh, if to lose means to die. So I got to win, right? Yeah. And, I mean, so there is, I think, I think the ha- hashtag uh, Sangwoo did nothing wrong. I think that's a little too far. Yes. That's too far, yeah. I think. But I sort of, part of me gets sort of his line of thinking. Right? Yeah. If, like, he's not the strongest guy. If he's the smartest guy... That's his weapon. Yeah. So he's yeah. going to use it. Right. And he used it against Ali as yeah. total dick move. But I mean, the alternative. Yeah. Sangwoo. <laughs> so, oh, man. I felt so bad for him. That I know was you did. funny, but. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I get it. Uh, I get it from his point of view. The alternative is to die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what, what can you do there? Uh, the one guy who I think. I sort of resonated with, and I, when we were talking about how well do you think you do, you know who I thought I might be is, uh, do you remember the uh, the guy who was like, I'm a teacher, I'm really good at math, and then he was on the bridge and he was sort of doing the math for yeah. uh, the chances of him crossing the bridge, that's probably me, overthinking yeah. that and then just trying to sprint across the bridge and just feeling, yeah. that's that's probably where I where I meet my, my demise, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in terms of, so, in terms of the characters, um, was there anyone else who you sort of liked or had a, a had a personal connection to? Because other than the ones that we had talked about, no, not really. No, you, there wasn't really anyone who you liked more. No, you know what's the one thing I am gonna say because I will say this: um, I don't, I didn't like Gion as a character. No, and we've talked about it before. We said, you know, would you do this game? And yeah. you said absolutely not. Yeah. And I was wholeheartedly in agree with me in agreeing with you that i would absolutely not do this for 37 million dollars yeah the one thing where i kind of see where he's coming from is he wasn't doing it for 37 million dollars he was doing it for money to get his daughter back yeah right and i will tell you this man if i have to do it for 37 million dollars it's an absolute no but if i have to do it so that i can you know sort of see you again yeah yeah i'm doing it right because because i get it man like there is, there is no, there is no death you can give me that would be worse than than not being in your life. So, that's that's the thing that I sort of, while I found Gion a bit of an annoying character and yeah. I thought he was sort of a bit of a dumbass and that he yeah. sort of, yeah, he he luck boxed his way into a into a win. Yeah, I can sort of see his motivation behind it. Yeah, right. Um. Yeah, in terms of the games, um, 
So let's go over them real quick, right? Uh, yeah. Doc G, do you think you'd do well in that? In Pog? No, I probably wouldn't. No, it's, it's like it's like weird. Because you have to kind of... Because you said you've never played Pog, right? You don't have to be the strongest either. You have to have like the right angle or flick. And yeah, just, you mm. need it's, you need the right technique, yeah. right? And it's it's reps. You got to yeah. get reps, and you've never played duck G, yeah. right? So, yeah, it'd be like uh, shooting a jumper. Yeah, right. You you got to get your reps in to get that. Yeah. Red light, green light. Do you ever play red light, green light as a kid? Of course, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Are, were you good at it? Nah, I don't even remember, man. <laughs> Too long ago. Too long ago, man. You're making me feel real old. It's right like now. 2014. Last time I played, that was like what eight years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. About that. <laughs> I was in my 30s. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd be really good at tug of war, I think. Yeah. I think tug of war is, is your game. That's yeah. your game. Um, so let's go on here. We're talking about, you mentioned that you had a uh, the couple of theories there before about what's going to happen in season two. Yeah. Um, what about uh, some of the theories that you've heard in terms of uh, the show itself? Right? Theories? Yeah. So let me let me talk to you about one quick one. We'll call it uh, we'll call it the recruiter theory. Yeah, the guy who gave uh, the envelopes to Gion at the beginning. I tried in, in my uh, research before this podcast to find a name for him, but they only yeah. ever recur- refer to him as the recruiter. Yeah. So let me ask you, what are your thoughts? On, do you have any thoughts on him in terms of his role, uh, or maybe even the game that they played? I have a couple of theories, and I do have a thing for his role. I feel like. I don't think he's a VIP, but I do think he's like ahead of some part in the Squid Game. But like, he's an important guy. Yeah, he's a he's a big wig, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, he's one of those. So going to my first theory, um, when he like gives you the chance to either pick red or blue. Okay. Right. If you pick red, you become a player. But if you pick, oh no, fuck! I'm, I mean, when you pick blue. You become a player. Okay. But if you pick red, yeah, you become an employee. You become a soldier. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I've never heard that. That yeah. actually makes a lot of sense, and it does answer the question for where do you get these guys yeah. from? Yep. Oh, I've never thought of that. It would be 50-50, right? Yeah. You'd pick either red or blue. You'd probably get half and half. There yeah. seemed to be about four hundred soldiers. There was a ton yeah. of them, right? That's around like nine hundred, eight hundred people, right? I never thought of that. Yep. I never thought about that with the recruiter. And yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's one thing I did hear about him is, um, remember at the end of the show, the recruiter sees Gihan and he smiles. Yeah. Right. Do you have any thoughts on that? Because I do. I have a thought on why he smiled. I do not have any thoughts on that. Okay. So my theory with him and with the recruiter smiling is that this isn't his first rodeo. He does this yeah. all the time. He did it with Gion, yeah. and you see him now a year later, and he's doing it again. Yeah. So he's a regular guy who and does he, this. Yeah. And he does this. I'm guessing he regularly does this at the train station yeah. at that spot. This might be the first time he's seen another one of his recruits again. Yeah. What does that mean if he's seen a recruit for a second time? Let me say one. That means they've won. So yeah. I think that he smiled because he was happy to see Gion because he knows that he didn't die. Yeah. So that's that, no, that's cool. That's a pretty I'm, good thing. Yeah. He's got a really punchable face too. Yeah, eh? that guy. That you just, smile. Oh man, when yeah. he smiled, I just <laughs> wanted to deck that guy. And then after like the fifteenth or sixteenth slap, yeah, I was like, man, Gion, just deck this guy. <laughs> Slacks, yeah. He's such a punchable face. Um, 
Another theory, uh, the tug of war theory. You you were the one who was telling me about this. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe expand on that a little bit. So I was just on TikTok. I never knew this until we were finished the actual show. If you go back to the tug of war scene and when the camera panned over them, uh, Il Nam does not have any handcuffs on him or any shackles or anything. And if you go back to when he was sick and Jihan gave him his jacket. Yeah. You know how he quote unquote pissed himself, right? Yeah, yeah. He had an empty water bottle beside him that was open. Oh, so you think that he poured it on himself to yeah. see? Yeah. And then that that now he's got the old one jacket, so now people know, hey, this is the dude who was helping me. Yeah. That's a really good theory. Yep. I'd never heard that. That's wild. And that the shackle one. You know what? You had told me about that, and then I looked at I looked at that scene again, and you're absolutely right. He does not have locks on his. Uh, yeah. On his shackles. I had a feeling he had something to do with the game. You called when, this uh, too. You called when, this when we were uh, watching. I have the first thing is when uh, when the cop is going. I forget the cop's name. What's the cop's name again? The cop's name is Huang Junho. When Huang Junho was looking through the books. Yeah. And he looked through the 2020 year. It started at 002, not 001. Really? Well, yeah, it did. If I you didn't go see back that. There, it goes to 002, oh, not Oh, man, so they're, they're, sprink- they're sprinkling in little hints and every now and then. when the guy answers the phone, is an old man's hand. That one was the one you pointed out. And we've never... Uh, there's only been one old person in this whole sh- whole show, so... And it was him. <laughs> yeah. I remember you called that. You called yep. that as we were watching the show. Yep. And then I didn't really think anything of it. You're like, hey, that's an old man's hand. And I'm like, yeah, because it's an old man. Yeah. And then, yeah, later on when they revealed that he was the guy... Yeah. I was like, oh, Ali called it from the beginning. Yep. Maybe. Is that why you don't like Ali? Because he has the same nickname as you? I just don't, f- I don't like him because he's <laughs> you just. You don't fuck with him? <laughs> no, he's just like. He's uh, too dumb? Yeah. He's too dumb. I get yeah. it. I get it. You can't get past that. Um, you know what I heard is that he, the, um, him and um, the other guy, one of the guys in their tug of war team, yeah. um, the guy who looks Filipino, they both went for the role of Ali. Ali. And Ali got it because he knows Korean. Yeah, and the Filipino did not. The Filipino guy did not know Korean, yeah. and that's why he didn't get it. Um, have you heard about the seventh theory, the seventh floor theory? I have not. Okay, so let me explain this theory to you. At the end, when Gion gets that card, and it's from his Gangbu. Yeah. Right? He goes to that building, and then he goes into the elevator. What is the only button that's available that he can press? Seven. The seventh floor. So he goes to the seventh floor, and that's where that's where uh, Il Nam is, right? Yeah. So here's the theory: is that he goes there, and what do they do? They watch that because he says to him, "Your faith in humanity is too good, right? People yeah. are inherently going to try to, you know, be selfish, and they're going to look out for themselves before anybody else. Yeah. Let's watch this homeless man, and let's yeah. see if he dies before somebody helps him to the hospital." Yeah. How many games did they play in the Squid Game? Six. What floor did they go to? Six. They went to seven. But the them, the two of them watching the old homeless man yeah. was the seventh game in Squid Game. Ooh, that's a good theory. That is a good theory, right? Yep. A little bit of a detail that they sprinkled yep. in there. So yeah, that was my my theory was um, yeah that the seventh floor was the seventh game for Gion, and then he passed it. What are your thoughts on Il Nam? Il Nam, the old man. Yeah, the old man. Like, after everything. After everything. Oh, I have some good theories. Okay. So, one of my theories is that Il Nam is Jihan's long-lost father. Oh. Because, this is my first thought. When they were getting milk, he's like, Mm. do you guys have chocolate, right? Because, Mm -hmm. like, my stomach hurts. Yeah. And then Il Nam was like, 
oh, did your parents used to beat you as a kid? And he's like, yeah, how'd you know? He's like, my son didn't like regular milk either. This is a oh. second. This is a second theory. I'm forgetting about it, but this, the second theory is when they're in the marble game, yeah, and they're walking around that neighborhood. Right, right. Jihan was like, "Oh, this looks like a old. Uh, this looks like my neighborhood." And then Il Nam was like, "Oh yes, this is where I used to live." And same yeah, same neighborhood. Same neighborhood, right? Because yeah. they, they built the neighborhood after Il Nam's neighborhood. Yep. But you did mean, yeah, that that is the fact that you said this does look like his neighborhood. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. That's a great theory, man. Yep. Do you like Ilnam? I'm a man. He's old, so it's hard to hate the guy. But fuck, I hate the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah, definitely right. hate the guy. Yeah. Just because you feel so like after the end of Gung Boom, man, you just your heart breaks for him. Yeah. Because you think he's dead, and yeah. then you turn. It turns out he's the biggest piece of shit in the entire yep. show. Yeah. Like he's worse than the VIP. He's worse yeah. than that creepy ass VIP. If you could satisfy me in five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you though, you know what was the weird thing about that VIP? When he took off his mask, his yeah. face did not look like what I expected it to look like. Oh, I, expected his... him, I expected him to look a little tougher. I don't know why. He looked, <laughs> like, he looked weird. He looked he, weird. He looked, he looked creepy. Like, he looked like a pervert. He looked like a pervert. And he, he in the mask, he looked like a guy who was super rich and just was bored with life. Yeah, not a fat guy who was wealthy. And yeah, but the thing was, he doesn't look like, when you see his face, he doesn't look like a guy who's a successful businessman no, in anything, right? No. Right? So that was sort of what was weird about him to me. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. On, how about this? Overall, 1 to 10. Give it a 1 to 10 in terms of the Netflix shows that you watch. What do you think of uh, Squid Game? What did you think of the time you watched it? I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You loved yeah, it that Yeah, probably much? a 9 out of 10. That was a, re- you know what? It was a really good show. And I got to tell you, man. What I really loved about it is that we watched it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun because we got to discuss stuff. We got to talk about uh, sort of our theories. We got to bring up sort of... Uh, I brought up to you that uh, the movie theory that uh, unless you see somebody die, they're not yeah. really dead. And then you applied it immediately. Yeah. Right? So that that was sort of the fun part for me. You know what? I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to give it just a little bit lower than you. Is because this type of show, this type of sort of put everybody in and it's almost like a battle royale situation like with Fortnite, yeah right where it's like put a bunch of people in one spot only one wins yeah i've seen this type of sort of a post-apocalyptic movie yeah or this theme before yeah with battle royale right the files yeah so i'm gonna gonna bring this up for you uh have you seen battle royale no but i've heard of it i know it's the first of these type of movies video games yep so i'm not gonna so the thing was i never really one i didn't really ever introduce you to it because one you're way too young for it at the time yeah right and and two i wasn't sure yet if you were ready to watch a a, a foreign movie like a movie that was either dubbed or was uh, in subtitles yeah now that i know that one you like squid games and two you're uh you're into you, you can watch a foreign movie yeah this might be something we can watch because it's ultra violent and it's yeah. good games turned up yeah like um i don't you know our uh my my podcast cohort noslin 69ers yep he is not interested in watching squid game yep. because he's he's a battle royale guy yeah through and through yeah. so i didn't even try to sell him on the show yeah have you heard of lord of the flies no, I have not. No? Okay, so this is one I'm going to recommend to you as the book. There's a really good movie, too. But in, when I was in grade 10, so around your age, I yeah. actually read it in my L.A. class. Yeah. And it's about a group of kids who get stranded on an island. And then it just sort of becomes 
how do they build a society when there's a bunch of kids who don't really know what to do, like who becomes the leader, who listens to, does it become chaos or do they actually organize themselves, right? Because uh, strongest, strongest will survive. It sort of it sort of works for the top guy, yep. but it's not sustainable, right? No, no, right? You're gonna eventually kill everybody by yeah. doing it that way. Yeah. And then I gotta ask you because it's sort of your generation. It's not really my generation. I don't know if it's pa- if it's before your time, but it's definitely after my time. Yeah. What do you think of Hunger Games? I've never personally watched it. I own all the books because of my brother, but never personally watched it. It's obviously a pretty huge movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've never watched yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, I know some of the memes, right? Like, I, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. I've heard that, right? And Katniss Everdeen, which yeah. is a weird-ass name, yeah. right? But yeah, so that's that's my sort of personal uh, yeah. connection to Hunger Games. I don't have much. Would yeah. you be interested in watching it? Hunger Games? Uh, mm. eh, maybe. I am interested in watching a different Asian show. Yeah. Alice in Borderland. Oh, Alice in Borderland. Talk I to really me a little bit about that. I haven't watched a lot. I I just know it's an Asian movie, and people are saying it's kind of like Squid Games. So okay. Uh, yeah. Is it is it a movie or is it a series? I think it's a series. And yeah. it's on Netflix. Yeah. Is that what's next up? Maybe yeah. Maybe maybe we watch that and then maybe we come back and we circle yeah. back to here. Yeah. We do another one of these. Yep. All right, man. I tell you, um, hey, you're my personal gangbu. Yeah. I was very happy to do this with you. Yeah. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you on Unhinged Vibes thank Podcast. You, thank you. Uh, okay, uh, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on every social at J-A-N-D-R-O dot M-A-I-N on every social, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Vine, MySpace, Asian Avenue, all of those. <laughs> Goes to Flip 204 at, uh, yeah. at Asian Avenue for myself. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Do you have a sponsor or anything? You I have two sponsors. Out? Do you want your water to stay cold? Ooh, I do. Well, then, cold water. the coldest water will be the best for you. If you go to thecoldestwater.com and use my code Alejandro62, you'll get 15% off your first order. Ooh, I like that. Yep. Cold water. Yep. And another sponsor. Do you have problems shaving your nuts? This is the conversation I'm not comfortable with right now, but go on. <laughs> um, if you have problems shaving your nuts, you should definitely shop at Manscaped. Their their blades are safe. You, you, you ever see a balloon, right? Yep. You can take their blades and it just like it doesn't it doesn't go through because that's wow. how soft their blades are. All right. Well, that's right. that's you can where use, you would want that. You can use my code at manscaped.com/slash/alej62.com. Ooh, ali62. I like. Is it with the dot com? Yeah. Yes. yes, with the co- with the dot com. Yes. All right, all right. Uh, hey, man, get those uh, get those nuts smooth as eggs. That's what we got to go with. All right, man. Hey, you can find me at Coast Dynasty on Instagram. That's C O A S T D Y Nasty. Collectively, you can find all of us at Unhinged Vibes on Instagram. Uh, you can also find my website at powerhouse.ph/slash Coast Dynasty. Hey, it was a pleasure, man. This was fun. Meeting, man. Let's do it again, sir. You're my gangboo. Yes, sir.